Hello and welcome back to the Soul Flow Podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Jason. Thanks for joining us on this very special episode. Very, very excited for this episode. But before we get started, I wanted to start a little bit differently today. I actually wanted to pull a spirit animal card to kind of get a little inspiration going. Not that we need it, but just something different to add to the podcast today. So I already shuffled. I cut the deck. So I'm going to pull the top card here. And we got butterfly, sign of rebirth. You can reinvent yourself. Open to the rewards of change. You have brilliance to share with the world. Love every part of your journey. That's a great one. I love that one. That is awesome. Uh, Just a quick little, I guess, tidbit about cards, which we didn't know until we went to the crystal shop to buy them. You're actually supposed to be gifted your first set of oracle oracle cards. cards. Or tarot, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. So these actually were gifted to you from me. So, um... I think you every day pick one, but I randomly pick one, but... Yeah, I try to pick one in the morning, just kind of like a theme to go for the day. So, like, mine today was like an eagle, just to go over it real quick. And, like, one of the things is, like, let go of the past and soar. So, um, mm, like it's that just, one, too. Yeah, so, I mean, they're they're all... It's like, they're, they're just another version of, like, motivational cards, like you said, to start off with motivation. And so it's just nice to kind of draw one every day and kind of find some inspiration for things there and it always seems to be in line with whatever's going on with me so like if there's something I do need to let go it kind of reminds me to do that or you know focusing on the you know the the dream or whatever so yeah it's awesome yes so just wanted to start with a little more inspiration today as we get started on our episode today we're going to be talking about chakras chakras um chakras uh, in, in Sanskrit translates to wheels or spinning wheel. So this is kind of my jam. This is where I have a lot of passion and I teach chakra yogas on Monday. Um, I'm certified in chakra therapeutics so I can work with you on an energetic level as far as working with your chakras but also using my Reiki and yoga uh, tools as a way of healing. So this is a very, very exciting thing because we're talking about our subtle body now. We're not talking about our physical body. So we're talking about our energetic levels. So when we work with Reiki or any kind of intuitive energy healing, we're basically working with your chakras. We're aligning them. So if you are like, I have no idea what a chakra is, these, we have seven major, we have chakras all over the body, but we have seven major ones. And if you want to think about where they might be physically through the body, think about your spine and they lie energetically along the length of the spine. So we have seven major ones and I'm just going to go through the seven right now and then we'll dive deeper into it in just a moment. But starting from the bottom up, we start with our root chakra. So thinking about your legs, your feet, your... Um, your glutes, so that area of your roots. So I'm going to talk about where they are physically, and then we'll go into each one a little deeper as far as energy and things like that. Then we move up, and we go into your sacral chakra, which governs your, uh, so think below your navel, wrapping around your low back, and think about your sex organs, your center of procreativity. So that would be your sacral. We move up, so above the belly button to right below the breastbone and then wrapping around to the mid-back as we talk about solar plexus. 
This is your center of being. Think about your core. And then we move up into our hearts, our heart space. So think about, I mean, it would be your heart, but your lungs, your breasts, your shoulders, it could be your arms, your hands, all that fun stuff. We'll move up to the throat. So your throat, your thyroid, your parathyroid, the neck, again, the throat space there. You can also think the like mouth, the tongue, the teeth. Uh, you could some incorporate hearing your ears because it's your center of communication. So you could think of your ears, uh, tonsils, and then we move up to our third eye, right? Yep. <laughs> I'm like trying to think in the fly. Third eye is the space between your eyebrows. So that governs the forehead, wrapping around to the back of the head. Your eyes, could be your nose. It governs your pineal gland, which is associated with meditation. Your um, pituitary gland as well. And then we move up to the very top of your head to your crown chakra. And then this also governs more of that outer self. So your connection to higher self. So top of the crown, top of the head, oneness with the divine. So just a quick little physical breakdown of where things are. So when we talk about chakras and we talk about energy, when you can learn about your energetic bodies, you can actually learn how to heal yourself because it starts from the inside out. So one thing about Western medicine I just want to say is, and first of all, we're not doctors, so we're not, you know, diagnosing, diagnosing or anything like that. But we're, we're spiritual people, we're energy healers, we're light workers, so we're speaking of a place of truth for us. So, like I said, we're not doctors. We're not telling you to get off your medications or anything like that. This is just some extra things that you can think about, you can learn more about, and then consult your doctor if you're thinking about, you know, getting off any type of medication or maybe see, like, a naturopath if, if that's the route you want to go on. But anyway, so when we talk about healing yourself, knowing your body and energetic level, it makes sense. So as we start to go through each chakra and we talk about like physical ailments and then how you can kind of figure out what's going on in your life, what's going on around you, what's going on with you emotionally, and then you can figure out how to heal that, you're going to feel like such a different person. But it's also a belief. So like you actually have to believe that you can heal yourself. You can't just go into it thinking it's a quick fix like, oh, I'm just going to like put my hands on my chakras and all of a sudden I'm healed. No, it's it's a process. It's a journey. But it starts with you. Start Self-healing starts with you. So let's talk about the root chakra or the muladhara chakra. So this chakra is associated with our roots. So our ancestral roots, our ground like think about grounding so if you're somebody that has issues with staying in one place for a long time if you feel that you're constantly moving around if you have uh, issues with family members like your relationships with your family members are unstable you're gonna feel it physically through your roots so your legs your feet your toes maybe even a little bit into your glutes your low back so you're gonna feel when you experience something energetically you're gonna feel physically through the body so if you just take a moment to think about 
knee, if you have knee pain or arthritis in your knee or plantar fasciitis, and if you can think about are you experiencing any type of imbalance with money, financial issues, are you experiencing any issues with feeling grounded and stable, feeling safe, are you feeling any issues with relationships you have with family members? The other thing I want to say too about this specific chakra is it can be something you've inherited from a family member, especially your mother, because this chakra starts to develop when your mom is pregnant with you. So if she's experienced any type of issues with relationships, with people, money, location, moving, things like that, if she experienced anything like that, you take that on energetically and vice versa. Like you could, you know, give that to if you have kids and they have an imbalance with their their root chakra now I'm not telling you this to, to feel bad that oh no I screwed my kids up or my, it's all my mom's fault I'm just giving you perspective on on what's going on so I want you just to think about it if there was a time in your life for me definitely 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 I would have issues with my feet and when I would think about what was going on around me, it's a huge problem with it's not something that's my issue. It's something that I've inherited, but it's also something that I'm experiencing with a specific relationship. So when I take that on energetically, I feel it in my feet. So, I don't know. Do you do that? Yeah, well, I, I sprained my ankle from fifth grade till senior year once a year. So for like seven years straight, I always had like ankle issues and those even went into finally getting surgery. Um, but I, it all came down to like <clears throat> having those instabilities in my life. And, you know, and I think a lot of it came from, you know, my job stability, my financial stability, you know, just all of that. And, and once that became stable, now it seems like I don't have those Issues, issues anymore yeah yeah no it, and and i'm sure we could all kind of pinpoint something and if you cannot either like as we go through if you're like oh i have issue with my solar plexus but i can't think of something that it relates to me like i said these could be things that are inherited generational mm -hmm. karmas things like that so just know that if you're experiencing something don't think that you're crazy and that you're making it up and it's all in your head definitely not just look deeper and, and try to figure out maybe you can help yourself heal uh, the other thing with roots, so I talk about grounding. So think about earth. How is your relationship with Mother Earth? Are you respecting? Are you recycling? Are you, what else? Recycling, taking care of the earth, like making sure that, you know. Just being conscious and respectful. Yes, going out into, are you going out into nature? The best and fastest way to ground yourself is to go outside with no shoes on. I mean, obviously, if it's snowing and cold out, you don't want to do that. But take advantage in the summer, go outside, hug a tree, big way to ground yourself. Um, so that's like the fastest way to ground yourself. So a couple other ways that you can ground yourself is we do this in chakra yoga when we start and end our practice we do what's called a bija mantra the bija sound so it's this one word sound that goes energetically directly to that chakra so just creating that sound the vibration it creates starts to go into your root chakra 
if you are somebody that experiences high anxiety, you have an imbalance in your root chakra as well, some um, blood disorders or anything going on with your bones, you're going to feel that if you have any type of anorexia, things like that. Another fast way to kind of get into the root and help balance is by saying the bija mantra, the sound. The sound for the root is lam, L-A-M. So sometimes if I'm driving and I feel a little bit of anxiety coming on, I'll just tell myself like lam, 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 some way to create the vibration through the body to start to activate your root chakra. I usually use it with a mudra. My favorite mudra with this is called earth mudra. It grounds you right away. So just bringing your pinky, or I'm sorry, your ring finger to your thumb. And I just sit and chant that if I'm driving. If I'm at home and I can do more of a like breathing exercise, I might do some ujjayi breathing or maybe like breathe in for a count of four and exhale to a count of four. Something to start to ground me, bring my energy down. We need to bring it down. We need to be more connected to earth. So... The color also associated with root chakra is red. So if you feel you have an imbalance in root, I suggest finding foods that have red in color to help you balance. So strawberries, tomatoes, red peppers, things like that that you can eat that's going to help you stabilize your root chakra. You can also set yourself an affirmation. So whenever you're setting an affirmation, you want it to be in the present and you want it to be positive. So something like, I am grounded, or I am safe, I am secure, I am financially stable, anything like that associated with your root chakra. So that is the muladhara, the root chakra, chakra. Let's move up the chakra chain as we set up for sacral chakra. So this is our center of creativity and pro-creativity. So sacral chakra being the color orange. So I said it's below your navel, wrapping around your low back. So we have the Svadihastana in Sanskrit. So orange. So referred to sometimes as one's own place. So if you think about it, for women, this is our womb space. This is our sacred space. This is also um, where we find our sexual organs. So if you've experienced any kind of sexual trauma in your life or maybe another lifetime, you're going to experience this in your sacral chakra with tight hips, tight low back. You're going to feel that. So um, it's your center of your emotions and your intimacy. So if you have issues with being intimate or showing your emotions, that, that's some imbalances there. If you have um, infertility issues, um, what else? Bladder issues, things like that, dehydration, you're going to experience that as an imbalance in your sacral chakra. And like I said, you might feel it in your hips, you might feel it in your low back. So. It's funny because I think most of us suffer tight hips, especially women. We hold all of our stress and anxiety in our hips. And if you think about today's society, we're sitting all the time. So when we're sitting all the time, we're creating that tension, that blockage in our sacral chakra. Also in today's society, we're kind of shamed if we talk about sex, uh, you know, or 
if you see a woman breastfeeding on social media, it's like she's shamed for that because it's, you know, in our culture that's looked down upon. But if you look at Western. other, Western, if you look at other like Eastern cultures, there's women that don't even wear clothes, you know, they just walk around naked, they'll breastfeed their children and they're the happiest cultures there is. Happiest people around because they're not taught that sex is bad and you know you're gonna go to hell if you have sex and all of these things that we're just totally brainwashed in our society today we're not taught to express our emotions we're taught that you know especially men I mean you can kind of go off on this you're taught you know suck it up don't cry don't be a baby from right. a young age right. showing emotions is weak and that's so totally not, because even I was reading something about... That's why men have tight hips. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading about this article about um, when when babies are crying, we're taught to try and stop the baby from crying. You know, same with dogs. When dogs bark, we're like, shut up, be quiet. But that's their way of expressing themselves. And if we tell them early on to be quiet, stop crying, you know, be, you know, whatever, it's you're basically shutting down. You're suppressing that emotion and pushing it back. And they and feel it energetically it. later on in life. We experience it with maybe infertility or cancer, ovarian cancer or prostate cancer, things like that, type issues. Yeah, just... Intimacy issues. Yeah, um, issues with relationships. Yeah, it's just, it's just a... It's, it's sad because these things that we could just fix such easy fixes could make us help happy healthier culture mm. but unfortunately we're not all in that mindset so it's not yet it's tough not not yet but i think <laughs> we're actually starting to come around more yes so so yeah so that's our sacral chakra area and i said the color was orange and the bija mantra i talked about with root chakra was lam so now here with sacral it's vam v-a-m so vam 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 you can chant it you can say it internally you can sit and chant it and do some breathing you know do it in your yoga practice whatever you need if you're experiencing an issue or imbalance in your sacral chakra that sound will go right there also, the element is water, so definitely making sure you're drinking enough water, keeping yourself hydrated because an imbalance is dehydration, so keep yourself hydrated. Keep yourself flushing out of toxins physically and energetically. So making sure you're taking care of yourself, not only spiritually, mentally, but physically and nutritionally. So orange foods, if you have, think you have an imbalance with that. You can set your affirmations, I am creative, I love intimacy, I am creative, I am said that when I'm creative, I am unique, I'm adaptable, things like that. I am, a, I am playful and emotionally open. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. So that's the sacral chakra. If at any time you have questions about anything with, with the chakras, because we're only going to go through one more in this episode, we've got to break it up because there's so much to talk about. If you have questions, please, you can email me or Jason at Melissa at SoulFlowYoga.com or Jason at SoulFlowYoga.com. You can private message us on our Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram, SoulFlowYoga1. You can, next time you're in the studio and you have a question, feel free to, to ask. All right, let's move on to the third and the last one we're going to do today. This is kind of my favorite one. I think it's a lot of people's favorite, too. So... 
solar plexus. I said this is the powerhouse of our being, the center of our being, our center of our our self-esteem. This is our our gut. This is our core. So this is associated with power and confidence and willpower and your leadership being strong. This is associated with your identity. Identity, yes. This is associated with your um, metabolism. That's what I was like. Mm. What is the word? So this is where your meta- so our digestive organs lie in our solar plexus. So, and then it wraps around to mid lower back. I think this one is for you the one you had probably the most issues with because for years you were having digestive problems. You were getting like burning sensation in your stomach. Couldn't figure it out. They thought you had a gluten intolerance. They put you on all kinds of machines and had you test for a bunch of stuff. They did a colonoscopy. Like couldn't find find anything. anything. Of course, that's you know lovely (laughs) Western medicine. No offense, but that's. Well, like I say, like when doctors can't find something, it's because they're only looking at the physical. They're not looking energetically. So they're not checking your chakras to see if they're in balance to figure out what the cause is. So, I mean, it's not their fault. That's just the way that they're taught. They're taught and that's the way, you know. But I also think a lot of Western doctors are now going this holistic route Mm because I can't tell you how many times we get clients at the studio and they're like, my doctor recommended yoga for me. And we even have a couple clients that are doctors that they're like, you know, we're taught medicate, 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 but we got to get to the root of the problem. What is going on with you? What is your diet like, especially with your solar plexus? Your gut is, like I said, the powerhouse of the body. It controls your anxiety. It controls your depression. So how you eat, what you put into your body is going to affect you not only energetically, but emotionally, huge emotional. I mean, think about it. There's been times when I'm not supposed to eat dairy and I cheese is like so hard to give up, I'll eat like a cheese pizza or something and I'll feel horrible after. I just feel tired and heavy and just like depressed. I just don't feel right. I just, and, and it's like, is it really worth it for that like two second satisfaction? Sometimes it is, but. Yeah, it's amazing that you could, you could literally change your breakfast and that could change your entire day because if you eat the wrong thing, you start off the day creating anxiety or creating you know some negative emotion that's going to carry on the whole day because of that meal that you had in the morning so it's like just something so simple as changing your diet could it's true and I notice it for me because I've suffered anxiety my whole life and if I eat certain types of foods especially like spicy foods and it flares up my solar plexus I get that anxiety that kicks in that's why I stopped drinking coffee too because caffeine was a huge thing my body just couldn't metabolize it properly and my solar plexus would be in balance I'd have pain in my stomach I'd have burning in my stomach and I would just feel so high anxiety that I'm like it's not worth feeling this way so I found I like to drink decaf tea you know something that doesn't have as much caffeine as like coffee or something like that but still enjoy the taste and things like that but yeah so this color is yellow so you can think about um lemons bananas pineapples ginger ginger and you see how everything is is healthy foods so obviously what we put into our bodies well most of the healthy foods have color yeah (laughs) they do so nothing processed this is your element of fire too so if you think about it when we start to activate our metabolism we get that fire element going so that get the you know burning of the food 
but also, you know, as you suffered, you felt it in your gut as fire, as heat when you were having an imbalance. So bringing it down. And I know with you, you actually went on a meditation retreat right around when you were having real bad issues. And when you meditated, you said you felt like something just came out of your stomach and you released something and felt so much better. It was actually in my solar plexus that it happened. And so I, I released whatever was causing the issue energetically because before the retreat, I couldn't eat gluten without suffering severely pain for days and now i i i mean i'm not even gluten free anymore i don't even really think about it i think other people still do because that was kind of the thing yeah and i'm just like oh no i eat gluten because it doesn't it doesn't affect me the way because you eat you eat healthy too like we were not eating healthier before now it's like because we're putting good foods into our body and because we're doing more of the energetic cleanse as far as like meditation and yoga and breath work and you know taking care of our physical body but it starts from the inside on your energetic body so if you're not taking care of yourself on your energetic body it's pointless to me to I mean I guess I shouldn't say it's pointless you should still take care of your outer self but to really heal those deep down issues you need to start from the inside and that's why I love yoga because you work and meditation because you work from the inside out yeah whether you realize it or not if you go to a yoga studio and you're like I just want to get in shape I you know I'm going for the physical practice I can guarantee that you left your first yoga class like wow I got so much more out of that I loved it. And it's because you're energetic. Your chakras were all aligned when you were doing your yoga practice. You felt balanced. And then it's taking that feeling and that self-care off of the mat into your everyday life. And these are ways that you can do that. But um, with the solar plexus too, just talking about the Bija mantra, the seed sound is Ram, R-A-M. So again, you can chant it, you can just say it, think it, use a mudra, breath work, whatever it is. That will help balance that right away. So if you feel, you know, if you've had a long, exhausting day of just eating like crap, come down say and some twisting yoga poses are really good for this so you hear me probably all the time in class say when we twist where we activate our digestive organs we rinse through our solar plexus and that's really what's going on so if you feel like you're having a rough day as far as your nutrition take some twisting balancing poses to detox again drink lots of water I feel like this is where like laughter comes in too. Like when you're laughing and you laugh so hard that your stomach hurts, that's because you're working that solar plexus. Yep. So like humor, that's a, another good one. Definitely. So getting an imbalance, go watch a comedy or something that you know. Well, and because I said this is the center of our, our self, this is our center of our egos. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a saying with the chakras that if you have a big belly, you have a big ego. So if you can think of somebody that has like a big belly, it's like. Maybe they have a big ego. Still full of themselves. Yeah, full of themselves. Um, and even like a hard belly isn't good either. You want like a nice, like you know, soft midsection, a dad bod, I guess you could you could say. Not quite a dad. <laughs> close, close. You want the squishy midsection. We don't want anything too hard, anything too big. So, yeah, that sounded kind of dirty. But anyways, going back to the solar plexus. So yeah, just just being mindful of what you're putting in your body as far as your nutrition goes. Drinking tons of water. You know, 
the the water breakdown that you should have in a day is like your weight divided in half. So you, I know they make the water bottles that you can find the ones that are the ounces that you need per day. Just fill it up. I used to um, have just a water bottle and put rubber bands around it. And I knew like I would put three rubber bands and then take one off every time I finished the water bottle. So then I knew by the end when the last one came off, I, I drank enough water. So again, connecting ourselves to the natural elements. When we are, because we're energetic beings, right? That's physically proven, that's or scientifically proven that we're all made of energy. So it just makes sense if you heal on an energetic level, you heal yourself on the outer surface. You heal yourself in these physical ailments. So if you're somebody that maybe is going through something, some kind of physical or maybe even an emotional thing, and you're interested in kind of healing yourself, starting this journey, we would love to hear from you and help you. And, you know, you know, we're both attuned to Reiki, so do some kind of energy work on you, some light work. But if, and on the flip side, if you are somebody who took that path and took that journey and you were able to heal yourself, I'd love to hear about that too. Yeah. I mean, we both have experienced it ourselves, which is why we're talking about it, which we're, why we're such advocates for this, because we have both healed ourselves on an energetic level and continue to. It's all about prevention, too. Like, we continue every day. Not saying we're perfect, because I definitely like to drink my wine and, you know, have my pizza once in a while, but I also try to plant positive seeds every day and not be negative and, and toxic and things like that because also your attitude and how you think about you and others is going to affect your energetic body, which will incorporate physical. I literally could go on and on, but I think we got to start to wrap it up. But So those were the first three chakras. So we did root, sacral, and solar plexus. Oh, solar plexus in Sanskrit is Manipura, lustrous gem. So yellow in color, golden color. When we do our next episode next week, we'll go through the last four. And then if we have time, I'd kind of like to talk about some of like the crystals and things that can be associated with, with each. Because I'm a huge fan, actually both of us, huge with crystals. When we do intuitive energy healing on people, we use and incorporate crystals um, whenever we have special events at the studio, I like to give clients the crystals as a little gift because I believe everybody should have a crystal. <laughs> so with that, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you have questions, you can email us, Melissa at soulflowyoga.com or Jason at soulflowyoga.com. Visit our Facebook page, Soulflow Yoga Inc. And our YouTube channel. We have some new stuff. My goal is every Friday to record something new. So if you have something you want me to record, please let me know. YouTube. And then I said our uh, Instagram is soulflowyoga1. If you want to know about any of our upcoming events, that is also on our Facebook page and on our website, soulflowyoga.com. Other than that, um, if you're interested more in Reiki or energy healing, Jason has a level Reiki level one coming up next Saturday, which is the 20, 25th. 25th. So if you have questions about that and you're interested in getting attuned to energy healing, which I think everybody should be, you can contact him. You can email him about that or go to our website or Facebook page for more information. But that is it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We seriously appreciate all the amazing people that listen to our podcasts. 
and love the support from the community. We couldn't be here without you guys. So thank you so much. And with that, I will say namaste. Namaste.